Hello, everyone. Welcome to the TI Connect podcast. I'm Adrian. I'm Nick. Just a quick reminder, everybody, this content was originally in video format and has been adapted to a podcast, so some things are better seen than heard. Don't let it stop you. Go to ti.com slash connect, and you can see the full videos. Hi, everyone. My name is Nick. Welcome to this episode of the Connect series. Today, we're going to be talking about an interesting topic, why and when to use Wi-Fi with Linux systems. And today, uh, I have Vihang from our Wi-Fi uh, product line here, uh, an expert on Wi-Fi systems, particularly with Linux, who's going to discuss this. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Nick. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I guess maybe first question I have in general is, why use Wi-Fi in Linux systems? What's the difference between you using Wi-Fi in a Linux versus an embedded system? Yep. So in the IoT type of applications, Internet of Things, uh, we mostly see devices that are either low power, that have microcontrollers uh, running the uh, entire application, or uh, when, the, when there is a need for higher data uh, processing, we also see some high-end microcontrollers or microprocessors uh, being used. And of course, uh, Wi-Fi is used to provide connectivity to all of them. So when these microprocessor type of systems are uh, using Wi-Fi, they usually have a higher level operating system like Linux running on it. Now, Wi-Fi, as we know, it's a mature standard from Wi-Fi Alliance, but it's continuously evolving. And uh, Linux, uh, because it's an open source system, it makes things a lot easier uh, to include all these changes across uh, all the devices that are based on Linux. So it makes uh, your software much more scalable and uh, from a Wi-Fi solution perspective because it has network stack and a lot of components of the software already part of the Linux operating system, you can easily get those updates uh, in your product. So uh, we see this kind of systems uh, with microprocessors, uh, using Linux uh, in a lot of uh, IoT applications, whether it's a thermostat in your home automation system or a video doorbell, or if you have medical devices uh, with uh, larger displays. And we also see uh, some use cases in uh, consumer electronics where you have like a speaker system uh, that can use da high data processing. Uh, so a lot of different use cases, but uh, as long as you're using a Linux operating system or an OS based on Linux, uh, you can leverage all these uh, advantages of having a more scalable software. Yeah, okay, so makes sense. Yeah, where you have systems with displays or complicated graphics with Linux already in the system and you want to attach Wi-Fi, um, there's a good use case for that. And you have scalability with Linux being open source. Uh, makes sense. So what exactly does TI offer on this front? Um, both on the hardware side and the the software side. True. Yeah. So uh, TI have uh, our Wi-Link family of Wi-Fi transceivers. Uh, they're based on 802.11 ABG and N standard. And uh, there's an, also an option to have integrated Bluetooth technology in these devices. So we have these devices available as certified modules. And they also have additional capabilities where you can run a Wi-Fi mesh use case uh, in parallel. Uh, so uh, we have a complete uh, hardware and software uh, solution at TI. Uh, 
and the software drivers when it comes to Linux operating system for Wiling devices, it's already integrated in the mainline Linux. Uh, so there's several advantages, uh, like I mentioned before, scalability, but also it makes it a lot easier for you uh, to get the latest update uh, when you have a new Wi-Fi feature uh, being released. Uh, so we have a complete driver, uh, Wi-Fi driver and Bluetooth solution. And uh, the best thing, this solution is all based on open source uh, community uh, contributions and uh, it's, uh, it's free of charge. Uh, so uh, if you have a Wi-Fi uh, need in your processor type of system where you're using Linux, you can easily integrate uh, TI Wi-Link uh, certified modules and use the open source uh, software free of charge. That's great. Yeah. And, and that does kind of bring me to the next question is being open source. What are still some of the advantages of going with the TI drivers and, and how do you keep everything up to date with the, the Linux kernel releases? Absolutely. That's an excellent question. Uh, so like I mentioned, the software drivers for our Wiling devices, they're integrated in mainline Linux. So there's a lot of effort that, uh, that goes behind in uh, making sure uh, the build processes are seamless and the overall uh, integration experience for our customers is uh, seamless. Uh, so uh, we're constantly uh, maintaining the older releases and also adding newer uh, features. Now the TI uh, software solution for these Wi-Fi drivers uh, is actually based on the, our Citara processor SDKs. Uh, so these are the SDKs for TI Citara processors, which are ARM Cortex-A uh, core. And uh, it's, it's easily integrated into it. So you can bring up uh, the hardware uh, easily with Citara processors. And uh, the same build processes you can apply to any other processor that's running Linux. Uh, so there is that, that aspect of scalability while also having a full ecosystem if you want to evaluate the solution. And uh, TI has been uh, uh, making Wi-Fi devices and providing reliable uh, drivers and software for decades uh, uh, when it comes to Wi-Fi. So we have a proven and reliable Wi-Fi software solution that has been deployed in millions of devices in the market. Uh, that being said, we do uh, perform uh, internal testing and checks uh, to ensure high degree of interoperability. For example, uh, we have an interoperability lab uh, in TI, which kind of uh, which tests our every new software release with uh, 200 plus commonly used access points on the market. So that helps you uh, ensure that even though it's an open source software. Uh, you can use it and be highly confident that it will not have some uh, interoperability problems with certain models of access point out there. Additionally, uh, we also uh, do pre-certification of our uh, software solution, meaning we uh, test it uh, internally to make sure it meets all the requirements and the overall certification process is easy. And uh, that also helps you uh, with your time to market when you're developing a Linux-based uh, system and using a Wi-Link solution with Wi-Fi drivers. Uh, so uh, we have several advantages there. And like I mentioned, uh, 
we keep it up to date. Uh, for example, uh, just last month in October 2020, uh, we had a new release of uh, Wilingate Wi-Fi software drivers where uh, we added new features and also some enhancements to make the solution more stable. Okay, got it. Yeah, makes sense. And, and uh, what are some of the new features that are in the latest release from TI? Yeah, so uh, one of the main features uh, in the latest release is uh, the support for WPA3 security standard. So it is the, it is the latest uh, standard in Wi-Fi security and uh, TI solution, they support both WPA3 personal and enterprise at both the device driver in Linux and also the device firmware level that is running on the device. And uh, uh, this, require, this is an upcoming requirement actually. If you want to certify your device uh, with Wi-Fi Alliance now, uh, this is a mandatory requirement to have this latest WPA3 security. Uh, so we do support that. And uh, we also aligned this latest software release with a, a 4.19 uh, kernel. Uh, what that helps you ensure is that uh, if you're using a newer Linux kernel, uh, you can be confident that it's tested and gone through the full testing cycle uh, in on the 4.19 kernel to make sure that you can easily port it to any other newer kernel. Or if you're using Citara processor SDK, you can align it with the latest SDK available out there. And uh, besides this, we had uh, several uh, minor feature updates like uh, it, this release supports the latest uh, Wi-Fi supplicant version in Linux kernel and also uh, wiling devices have mesh uh, network capabilities. Uh, so this new software release also includes some optimizations uh, for this mesh, mesh network. And overall, it includes uh, a lot of uh, stability related uh, enhancements that will help you uh, make your solution more robust. Okay, yeah, great, thanks. Thanks for going over the new features in that latest release. Now, if people wanna get started with that release, get started with the hardware that you spoke about, where can they do that? Yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll have a link below uh, for the latest software release page uh, that can walk you through uh, what are the new features and how to uh, get started on the software side. It, it will also have a, a getting started user guide that can walk you through uh, which Wilink module uh, best fits your requirements and where to find EVMs, where you can order them, and also uh, how, uh, what are the different software options and different tools from development phase to uh, testing and production line testing uh, kind of uh, uh, challenges. So we have a wide variety of software tools and also hardware EVMs that can uh, help you with the entire design process. All right. Well, thank you, Vihang. Thank you very much for joining and talking through TI's Linux Wi-Fi offering and where to get started. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of the Connect series. As always, there will be more great content coming up. Don't forget to check out the podcast as well. And you can get started at TI.com. You can find any of this information that we're referencing. Thanks, everyone.